I'm gonna, hello, this is uh, Keep Me Free. I'm gonna try to advance a little understanding as we maneuver. See, you think the world is maneuvering while well, God is maneuvering as well? You think the world is making moves, but God is making moves as well? See, I'm a witness of God making moves. You know, God has an espionage unit in the spirit. He has people that go out there that are in secret hidden places that know him. You, you confuse if you think God ain't everywhere. I don't mean that he's visible. It just means that he has an eye on the situation. He has a man in that area, a woman in that area. They used to, companies used to say, well, do we have a man in that area to deal with that situation? Do we have a woman in that area to deal with that situation? Well, now we got a man, a woman in that area to deal with that situation, with this situation. And that man or woman is called you, born-again believer. See, I'm... Oh, Lord, Jesus. How long you want me to push this out? I think it's falling on deaf ears. But I hear in the spirit a small group of believers crying out for truth. I hear in the distance a small group of believers that's tired of being fooled. I hear in the distance a small group of believers and that's all we need. It reminds me of a story. <laughs> Israel went out to fight against his enemies. God said to the man of God, you got too many people. <laughs> Come on, God, what kind of war are you fighting? I never heard a God say to a, another God of this world, you got too many people. I've never heard that among the God wars. So you have to understand the gods of this world that have fallen use humanity as chess pieces, as blood sacrifices. You have to understand where you are. This is a warfare in the spirit. You have gods and demons and demons and gods doing war amongst themselves. <laughs> Trying to annihilate each other's followers in the name of Jesus. You don't understand the nature of the gods of this world. The gods of this world try to eliminate its, its competition in the earth. Because this, is, this, this realm is all they have to look forward to. So you have to understand to a fallen angel, this is their paradise. To a fallen angel, this is their paradise in the name of Jesus. Because they know after this comes hell fire. 
So they committed to your destruction. They committed to your confusion. They committed to your annihilation. Then you become a race of people that do battle against another race of people. That's God wars. So you have to understand God took gods that fell from heaven, took possession of people. So this little group over here follow that God and that little group over there follow this God. And then that God don't like how many people that other God got. So then we got to go to war because this is what we do. You think the gods of this world, the gods of this world, the gods of this world are at peace with each other. That's a lie. They're at peace only with the destruction of humanity because that's the closest thing they can get to God. That's the closest way they can strike back at the living God. Is to destroy his image and destroy his likeness. So you see, if you get your mind right, you won't be confused. These are God wars. Which God is bigger than my God is bigger than your God? My God is bigger than your God, but none of these things, none of these gods say I'm holy in the name of Jesus. None of these gods say I'm righteous in the name of Jesus. None of these gods says I am omnipotent in the name of Jesus. I am the creator of gods, <laughs> even those that have fallen. So you have to understand you in the realm of the fallen gods. You live among fallen gods. You sleep among fallen gods. You wake up among fallen gods. You don't understand where you are, man of God. Believer in Christ Jesus as your Lord and Savior. All of humanity dwells among the fallen gods. When they was expelled from heaven, where do you think they came to the next thing closer to God, to where they come from, and that's humanity. Because you was created in God's image and God's likeness. And they hate his image and they hate his likeness like they hate God. So where are you at, born-again believer? Don't you know this? Haven't you been taught this by now? Because you living in spiritual wars. You living in spiritual wars. Paul said what? Principalities. He's breaking it down to you. You don't understand what it means in a practical sense. Principalities, powers, wickedness, spirits, high places. That's where you live. That's where you dwell. That's your homestead, but it's not your spirit's homestead. It's not your kingdom's home spirit. See, your, your kingdom, your spirit got a kingdom, see. Even though you dwell among the fallen gods, your spirit lives in a kingdom. The kingdom of the Holy Spirit that exists inside of your spirit, born again believer. Inside of every born again believer, there's a kingdom. And the Holy Spirit has sat down in that kingdom. So you are kingdom, you are outpost for the living God among the fallen gods. That's why you pray. That's why you read his word. That's why you fast. That's why you keep your mind before your God, because you are among the fallen gods. You are outpost where his spirit can reach out and touch out and make sure his will is done.
despite the fact. It don't always look like it. Nowhere, 18 minute preacher is just eight minutes in so far. I ain't, I ain't reached a 10 minute mark. I, you still got a chance to dial off, <laughs> to, to escape, to release yourself from what you consider to be nonsense. So now what do I do, see? Okay, here I am, a born again believer. I wasn't always born again, but now here I am. A born-again believing, living among the fallen gods. What do I do? Do I shine a bright light? Do I shine a shiny light? Do I have full gold on top of my house? What's shining on me? Am I talking a rhetoric? But in my heart, my God is far from me. Am I just dressing myself up in some words that I like to say that I want someone to believe I believe? What am I doing, born again believer? Have I lost my way? Have I lost my way from my God? Have I found myself so modernized? You Christian woman, you believing woman, you so modern now you christian man you believe in man you so sophisticated and modern now in the name of jesus what has your modernization brought you what has been more about what you consider new to be more about what's old dressed up in clothing that's more shiny so you think it's new you don't understand your enemy your enemy is a shapeshifter i caught a couple of shapeshifters one time and every time I catch them, they shift again. You a shapeshifter. Is there redemption for the shapeshifter? Is there salvation for the shapeshifter? Has to be. I'm getting back to my point now. <laughs> In the name of Jesus, God is so invested in your free will. In the name of Jesus, that God will not force you. God will not force you to do anything. God will not force you to love somebody. God will not force you to hate somebody. In the name of Jesus, God has given you free will. And this is how I know this free will go way back. It's my humble belief that when Adam and Eve were created, they had free will in the name of Jesus. That man wasn't thinking about Eve like that. Eve wasn't thinking about that man like that. They had no desire for one another because see, from desire comes the perpetuation of a race of people. And there was no need to perpetuate a race of people when we're all in innocence in the first place. So what I'm saying is that God in his wisdom knew that he couldn't force Adam to want his wife sexually. He couldn't force Eve to want her husband sexually. He had to make that their own choice. See, you have to understand that if you want a woman, if a man wants a woman and a woman wants a man, you have to understand that is a decision that came out of another decision that was attached to the death principle. You have to understand something. He desired that woman after death came into his life. She desired that man after death came into their life so therefore the race of people was perpetuated so therefore our living God could finally get what he wanted and that was to be born in flesh to come through the flesh and blood because humanity made it possible by giving them a will by giving it a way by giving it a purpose by giving it an understanding that was attached to its own flesh and blood you have to understand you this mankind 
Mankind represents a way for God to walk upon the earth, to humble himself unto himself. You have to understand what this is about. God is humbling himself unto himself because he is love. He is peace. He is joy. He is mercy. He is grace in the name of Jesus. And he loves himself. So you got to understand God is loving on himself. 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 Who can love on God more than he can love on himself? Jesus Christ loves on himself. Jesus Christ loves on the Father in the name of Jesus. The Father glorifies the Son. The Son glorifies the Father. The Holy Spirit glorifies the Son. The Holy Spirit glorifies the Father. The Father glorifies the Holy Spirit. See, this thing is already set. God don't need you like that. He's trying to offer you an olive branch because he wants to have a reflection of himself in physical form. You got to understand what this is about. This is about a reflection and a desire to crash and smash a reflection. This is about an image and an anti-God, an anti-Christ image desiring to shatter that. Why? Okay. You have to understand what this is about. I don't know where humanity got the idea that God was created with them. Who spoke that? I heard a voice. I heard a wicked voice daughter raise a, a toe out of the slime. You think God was created with mankind? Mankind is, in many ways, a, God is a, is a fabrication of mankind's imagination. That's what the atheists say. Those that don't believe in the living God. Getting back to my point again. God is so invested in your free will. He won't force, he couldn't force Adam to want his wife. He couldn't force Eve to want her husband. They had to have desires for themselves. And where was that desire going to come from? From the possibility of us human beings, a man and a woman, the possibility of Adam never being the possibility of Eve never being, not being able to roll over the DNA, not being able to roll over the generation, not be able to have someone that follow you. Because when God said you're going to die, Adam was like, well, who going to come after me? Who going to come after me? This woman that I have, who going to come after me? She say the same thing, hey, Adam, Adam, if we going to die, who going to come after us? <laughs> come lay with me. I'm willing. I'm willing, girl, to lay with you. <laughs> I'm willing to lay down next to you and with you now because we got to keep this thing moving. And perhaps God will one day say, send a savior. Perhaps one day God will send a deliverer through this womb. 
through the generations of this womb, through the generations of this man's loins, God will provide a savior that's in his likeness and in his image, which is what the first point was about anyway. You at the crossroads, humanity. You at the place of the will, the chambers of the will. All the chambers of the will are being opened in the world, in the universe. All the chambers of the will. People are walking through the doorway of their self-will into their own godhood which comes from a self-will. We are facing universal Godhood. How many likes you got? How many followers you got? Who, who, who looked you up today? That's God talk. That's how the gods of this world think. How many followers did you crucify today in my name? How many young girls did you turn out for my desire in my name? These are God wars. How many people did you rob and murder today in my name? My faithful servant. How many bodies you poisoned today? From the streets to the corporation, today, you serving your God. Your God is a poisoner. Your God is a destroyer. Your God is a murderer. Your God is a crucifier. And that what you signed up for? To be in relationships with these gods. Went a little too far. Or not far enough. See, you in the God Wars. And the wheels of the chambers, the chambers of your wheel are being opened. I suggest each and every one of you look beside you, left and right, front and back up and down if you have to, and see who's next to you. That might be the person to turn you in. That fights against God's will in your life. Seeks to reduce your faith to a myth. Something not to be relied on. Because see, in faith there's love. See, faith is a man. Love is a man. Christ Jesus. So you have this man, Christ Jesus, flesh and blood in your spirit by the Holy Spirit. You have faith. You have love. You have power. You have peace. You have joy. These things are not separate from this man. These things are this man. 
He just don't have peace in his pocket like some change. He is peace. That's who lives in that temple that's inside of your spirit. Born again believer. I just called you out. 